good to everybody and what's up welcome to the podcast for selfless sex and she comes first i am dr nick myers today is may the 3rd 2022 and i hope you're all having a great day so today's topic comes from a facebook colleague of mine who shared this news article a few weeks ago so i saved it and i was putting it to the side but i decided it's too important any longer to just sit on it, you know? So Ms. Klein, thank you so much for posting this article and sharing this article. And it's called, What Divorced Women Wish They Had Done Differently in Their Marriages. And let me be completely clear right now, I am not one to give out dating advice or marriage advice. My marriage failed too, so just to keep it 100. So my main goal with this podcast is for the ladies out there to listen and to hear some words that may reach out to them and may speak to them so that they won't end up in the situation where these women are now. And what I mean by that is getting a divorce and ending your marriage. So let's talk about that today. The first statement comes from Valencia, who says this, I wish I would have asked for help when I needed it. She continues, I have only one single regret from my marriage, and that was not speaking up for when I felt overwhelmed and needed help. We were newlyweds, and I had just given birth to our daughter. Becoming a new wife and mom, I let societal expectations and pressure completely screw with my head. I thought I had to be the super mom and wife, perfect in every way. To me, this meant doing all the child-rearing housework and cooking while attempting to look like I just stepped off a Victoria's Secret runway. I put impossible daily tasks on myself and got burned out fast. I ended our marriage because it seemed like the only way out of a stressful life I had created. I was so bitter and angry towards a person who just could not understand why. Looking back, all I had to do was say the words to my ex-husband, I need help. I now know that if I had communicated my feelings, we might have had a better chance at marital life. The next statement comes from Holly, who says this, I wish I had worked on myself more before I got married. She continues, I wish that I had a better sense of my own identity and self-worth and that I had been wiser to first confront loneliness before joining a partnership, that I'd waited longer before marriage in order to in order to enter it from a place of strength and abundance rather than fear and loss. That I'd understood that the person we might choose in our 20s and 30s to have a family with might be very different than the person we might choose in the middle of, in the middle of life, the man or woman we choose to grow old with. Next up, we have Patty who said this, I wish I realized that being a wife wasn't the only thing that defined me. She continued, the biggest regret I have from my marriage is that I didn't have any autonomy. I created an unhealthy dynamic by seeing my husband as a more important person in our relationship. Instead of cultivating a meaningful career, hobbies, and outside interests for for my own growth and development, I over-identified with the role of being my husband's wife I made that role my complete source of feelings of worth and value as a woman, wife, and human being. 
when the dynamic became unhealthy, I wasn't able to recognize it because I placed all my personal power in someone else's hands. And now we have Tara, who happens to be a divorce coach, said this. I wish I had the courage to end things sooner. She says, my regret is that I allowed a bad situation to go on for too long. My husband's expectations for our relationship and our life together shifted not long after we got married and we fought about it a lot. In hindsight, I wish I had the courage and self-awareness to confront the issue itself. Instead of standing in my power, I avoided the ugly truths of our existence together and allowed the relationship to languish while we both suffered. Next up, we have Trish, who said, I wish I had stood up for myself more. She says, I wish I would have fought for myself harder before the real problems began. I often rolled over in arguments, bottled up my feelings, and neglected my own needs, usually putting his first. I am a much stronger person today than I was over 10 years ago when we divorced. There are so many things I do differently in my second marriage. I fight for me now because I realized I am worth it. Next up, we have Eden who said, I wish I had maintained my sense of independence. She says, I wish I hadn't lost myself to my partner. I gave everything I had to our relationship, often setting aside what I wanted and what I needed for what I thought would be better for our marriage. But in the end, not only did it destroy me, it left me no foundation for a stable relationship. You can't be what anyone else needs you to be if you can't be what you need to be yourself. If I can go back and do it all again, I make myself more of a priority. And now we have Lisa who said, I wish I had taken responsibility instead of pointing fingers. She continued, I wish I thought harder about my own accountability. I was so busy finding fault that I didn't pay enough attention to all the things I could have done differently. In part, because I was young and fairly immature, I hadn't figured out that I can't depend on someone else to make me feel happy and fulfilled. I assumed the end of the marriage would signal the beginning of perfection because he was the problem. I wish I understood that the stages of marriage can be cyclical and that perhaps it was worth trying a little harder to figure things out. Our divorce was devastating for our kids and from that perspective, it's a big regret. And finally, we have Aubrey who said, I wish I would have learned how to speak his love language. She continued, I wish I had loved him the way he needed to be loved. It wasn't until our divorce that I learned about the five love languages. Mine are physical touch and quality time, while his are acts of service and words of affirmation. Looking back, I know that our love languages were in constant conflict. When I wanted to go for family walks after dinner, he wanted to make sure the dishes were washed and put away. When I wanted to lie on the couch and curl up with my head in his lap after the kids were asleep, he wanted to clean up the toys in the living room and hear my words of thanks for the fact that we would be able to start the next day clutter-free. 
we both feel and show our love in very different ways, which is something I didn't recognize at that time. When he did those things he felt were important, I criticized him, which was the exact opposite of what he needed to feel loved. So in this article, you were able to hear some of the things these women would do differently while they were still married. And you know what? It is okay to ask for help if you are struggling, especially it's okay to ask for help from your family and your partner if you feel that you're being overwhelmed by life or whatever, because I thought that you're supposed to be a, a partnership or a team. That's just my opinion. And it probably is a good idea to work on yourself before you get married. And when I say work, whatever work means to you, whether it's therapy, working through some sort of past trauma, or even going to the gym, eating healthy. But yet, if you need to work on yourself, do that. But I would say work on yourself prior to getting married. And to continue, I wanna say sometimes it's tough to take the hard look in the mirror and take your own responsibility for things going bad. So you can actually ask yourself, what part do you have to play in this marriage going bad? And of course, don't lose yourself in someone else try to maintain that sense of independence you know yes you are a partnership yes you are a couple you are together but you are still a person you know with your own interests likes needs and desires and finally learning to speak someone's love language is a very good idea and my suggestion is that it would be a great idea to to learn how to speak their love language before you get married just a thought So in closing, I just want to say that this was a pretty interesting article to read. It came out in the Huffington Post back in 2018, rather, and I believe it was updated once again in 2020. It still has a lot of power behind it. So next week, my goal is to do the, the male side of the story where there is an article out there called What Divorced Men Wish They Had Done Differently in Their Marriages. So I'm going to do that update next week. And speaking of men, for all the guys out there who are listening to this podcast right now and who are struggling, maybe some of the words that these women mentioned can also resonate with you. Even though this is the female side of the story, maybe you are actually going through their same experiences. So my goal is for you to think about what they said and try to preempt any of these negative things to happen to them. Or if you already are in the situation, Maybe you can start to make those changes now. So my last question here is for the ladies. If you are divorced, what would you have done differently? So on that note, I'm out. You guys have a great day. Stay tuned. I'll talk to you soon.